As of this recording, the Statue of Liberty is well over a century old. A gift from the French people, originally designed as a celebration of the end of slavery, now means something else entirely. The statue now represents freedom, a yearning and longing for liberty. Despite its status as one of the most cherished national treasures, America never reciprocated the gesture. But what if, in some small way, an American was able to give a gift back to France? Brian Lind, a 47-year-old bungee jumper, tactical paper mache enthusiast, was on his way to the Rainforest Cafe in Tyson's Court, Virginia, and went missing. Okay, welcome back to the show. Sorry, I'm, I'm Clark McCarthy. Uh, sorry about this. I'm, I'm a little distracted today, Owen. Um, oh, what happened? Well, as you know, uh, as the listener probably knows, if they listened in last week, uh, we were, I guess, unceremoniously indoctrinated into drug dealing mm-hmm. and the drug dealer lifestyle. Um, mm-hmm. I, I wasn't really prepared for that. Uh, it's, so it's been a busy week for me. Um, I have been, my, literally my garage is full of drugs. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I still had all those Herbalife boxes. So it's great. You pack them into some of those Herbalife boxes. Nobody's going to look in mm-hmm. there. Yeah. I'm amazed how well I've been taking to it. Oh, Yes, I thought this is this is it. This is over for me. You know, my journalistic career is over. But I I feel like I, I'm a natural. I've been selling crazy amounts of drugs. You've been peddling a lot of drugs, have you? Yes, and you know, I thought it would feel shady and malicious, but I sort of get myself into a character. I have a I have a British accent I'm working on, and I'll just oh with that my little character and. I'll be like, uh, you know, what's all this, you know, gentlemen? You look like a couple of blokes who want to hang out, you know? And I'll do That's that. That's pretty good. Thank you. I know that you were, I know that you were heavily inspired by the trailer for The Gentleman. Uh, you never got a chance to see it, but. Um, I got the trailer. That's enough for me. Frankly, mm-hmm. I thought, I don't, I think I get it. I think I get what this is. Um, you, you, yeah, you said. Uh, it probably the trailer for the gentleman belongs in your top five favorite movies yes don't want to yeah. see the movie because i'm worried it'll knock it out of there right. trailer's good enough yeah and that's a movie i can watch 11 times a day if i really feel inclined i have that right time. Mm-hmm. but uh hey, i'm clark mccarthy and i'm sitting here with owen ingmar owen how's your week been well i've also had a busy week uh yes against our will um, we were roped into or indoctrinated into a life of drug dealing. I did not take to it very well. Um, so what I have chosen to do is uh, work with the FBI. So I am what they call a mole. And I have been going about my drug dealing duties and then very sneakily um, wearing a wire and reporting back to the authorities. Well, I mean, two things. One, Owen, I want you to be careful. Uh, <laughs> you're my best friend, and I'm, you know, I'm concerned for your safety. But Thank you. honestly, I think this is a great role for you because Thank you. you, Owen, is sneaky. Owen will yeah. sneak into a room and get the information he needs, and he'll sneak right out. So I think this is going to be perfect. Plus, it gets you in with the law enforcement. 
yeah I'm excited for you obviously don't turn on me buddy but of course not yeah it's of course not this is all very hush hush um i would never turn on you um uh i went to the fbi they said they were not interested in my services and so to show them what a sneaky guy i could be i've been doing it anyway i've been recording my drug deals and um uploading them onto soundcloud uh and then sending them to the fbi email yeah and i will say those are great sound bites and i love the remixes people are popping in there <laughs> Uh, the club remix of that one drug deal was so fun. I think it was DJ yeah. uh, Scattercat. Uh, yeah, DJ Scattercat did a club remix of the tape uh, where they electrocuted my testicles. When they found out I had a wire, I was able to narrowly get away through a lot of... Uh, I seduced many of my uh, kidnappers um, and was able to narrowly escape. And I uploaded that tape and it has become since I think pretty high on the SoundCloud remixes. I, that's so great. I'm really happy. I know it's been a stressful week. Um, congratulations though on your SoundCloud success. And also, you know, a lot of people have to seduce one kidnapper. Mm -hmm. You seduced five or six. And I think that's, that's no small thing yeah you know and yeah you you say five or six because i seduced six people but we're not sure if the elderly woman who was running the dry cleaning uh business front was a part of it or not um mm -hmm. but i seduced her as well on yeah. my way out hey you know what if if nothing more she probably had a nice day so that's something <laughs> to be proud of uh well buddy uh i think we should get into this week's Getting this week's guest, I, I will say, mm -hmm. I, I think we're getting a better picture of Brian and uh, in, mm -hmm. in what the timeline was. Because what we learned from the drug dealer last week, Ricky Grapes, is that a few months before he went missing, he was stabbed by Ricky. And looking at all his, his information past that, his behavior became more and more erratic. Um, mm -hmm. And I think that kind of plays into, to, you know, his state of mind when he went missing. So yes. I'm excited. I'm really excited to hear from this guest. Uh, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and let us know your connection to the case. Bonjour, je m'appelle Petit Etienne. That means I am little Etienne. Oh, okay. I am Brian's son. Oh, oh my goodness. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, can you tell us? Wow, we had no idea he had a son. Um, we had no idea. May I just say that your um, command of the English language through emails is impressive. Thank you. Actually, I have the help of my mother, who was very much in love with Brian, but she, um, she reads the emails for me because my hands um, don't work. Oh, uh, your hands don't work. Uh, yeah. If you don't mind me asking, what is they're too hot because in the summer they get too hot and they get um um how you say it um they get very big and my mother said to me to keep etienne in the cold bathtub for all of summer so i get to talk to you now from a walkie-talkie from the tub yeah. <laughs> oh, okay uh, yeah um well that sounds really difficult i i, we I miss my dad 
Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. Can we hear a little bit about your relationship with your father? Like, uh, how, when was the last time you saw well, him? Well, that is a good question because when I say I miss my dad, je manque mon père. I miss my dad. And it's because I haven't seen him in. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight years. That means eight years, yeah. And I'm only eight and a half, so you can imagine I miss him a lot. Um, he had a torrid affair with my mother, and he was very secretive and did not want to tell the others that, oh, hello, now I have a son named Etienne. So he never, he never came to my birthdays, and only once a year sent to me a papier mache baseball. Only gift I get from my dad. <laughs> now, um, we're just sort of getting familiar with paper mache. So, um, how did we? How did you know it was paper mache baseball? Well, because it looked like a baseball, but it is very um, light and feeling like paper. And when you play outside, you break it immediately and it rain and it turns into wet garbage and you bring it inside and it grows mold on it and it gives you a breathing problem and your mom makes you throw it out. Okay, I mean, okay. asked and answered, you know? Asked and answered. Um, yeah. Where are you uh, geographically speaking? I, we realize it, yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> Cold water. <laughs> It is cold. Yes. Yes. Uh, I, I think he means uh, where is your bathtub located? Where's your home located? My mother said if a man ever asked me on the internet, where is my bathtub located? <laughs> I should not say. So um, I will say instead, um, we live in our home above um, our family owned restaurant, Le Rainforest Cafe. <laughs> Oh. Okay, now I'm intrigued. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, does your family own a franchise or do they own the company? Well, my mom's name is Cafe, and her last name is um, Forest Rain. So, in French, Rainforest Cafe means what you think it means. <laughs> oh. So this has no affiliation with the franchise. This is just a... Well, our cafe is very animal-themed. It's very fun. Some people come to watch. You know, um, at the cafe, I play a baby baboon. I wear a little suit and I sit in the, I sit in the trees and I rustle around while people are eating and I like it. Okay. Huh. I mean, it sounds great. Uh, I don't... I don't think anything compares to like the franchise Rainforest Cafe, mm -hmm. but you know, it's beautiful that you guys have your own business and everything. I'm uh, confused because um, we are French, so it is a franchise. Okay. <laughs> right. Okay. It um, is the Rainforest Cafe franchise. You... <laughs> I play baboon. My mom, she plays crocodile. She lays in the water and she's scared and the people love and sometimes we do real rain and it's very good. You should come. Oh, it sounds nice. What, what are, yeah, what are some meals on there? Oh, French toast. <laughs> um, oh, do cafe, lay, oh, cafe, cafe au lait. Okay. So. AOC, which means and as well. Um, French, that's it. No, just the French toast and cafe au lait. Okay. okay. So it's an ambiance place. Like, um, yes, very good French word. You know French. Ambiance. Uh, 
uh, uh, uh, I, I know, have you ever heard of a place called Casa Bonita? Of course. Yeah. It feels like that where it's more of the ambiance than, than necessarily the food. Um, Yes, okay. I take whatever veiled insults you are hurling my way and I I don't receive them. So Okay. Well, listen, I obviously don't want to come at you. We appreciate you being on here. Yeah. Um, taking the time. Yeah. It's it's difficult. I understand you're you're pretty much stuck in a bathtub for three months of the year. Um yes. See why it's true. Yeah. With your hot hands. Yes. Correct? Oh my hands so hot and they're hurting. Yeah. The color of blood. Have you considered maybe uh, nonstop soaking them in water could be affecting your hands in maybe a negative sense? Cool water is very healing. You should, Brian used to love to, to soak in the cool bathtub too. Yes, from what I remember from when I was a petite baby, which means little baby. Yes, yeah. uh, from when you were six months old, mm-hmm. is, uh, if I did the timeline correctly. Well, yes, and I also have photographs of Brian. He's my dad, after all, my papa, my pair. So uh-huh. um, I do, you know, I have little whispers of who he used to be. And um, I certainly hope nothing bad happened to him and he will come home. What, what were some of those whispers? How, how, how do you see Brian in your mind? Well, I have... My mother met him on um, christianmingle.com. And so um, I have a printout of his profile that I keep for my own um, memories. And there is a picture of Brian um, with a dog, a big, big dog. And they have just been hunting and they have killed a lot of animals. There is a picture of Brian um, shirt off very very transform transformation picture so the first one is um shirt off very 600 pounds mm-hmm. and the next picture very small skinny man so to show his um weight loss journey um that's what i know about Did you my say dad. 600 pounds yes okay. you know the tlc show my 600 pound life mm-hmm. brian is season one episode six <laughs> okay <laughs> So he He did not know that. (laughs) Quite a journey he went on because now, I mean, in the other pictures I saw from the profile when my mother and him were together and I was born, my mother said he was so skinny she could pick him up with a fork. (laughs) Yeah. We have heard that. Yeah. He was a notoriously very thin man, uh, very small butt. Um, Mm -hmm. And he he would find a way to sort of sneak into... Doors left ajar. Oh, I do remember that in my nursery, he would sneak through the window <laughs> and and hold me, and 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 then my mother would come, hey Brian, we are broken up. You get get away from here, and he would sneak through the window again and slide away on his belly on a skateboard down the driveway. <laughs> he was sneaky. He was small and fast. Uh huh. Wow. I mean, that's gotta be, that's gotta be tough. I mean, with your, did your mom ever tell you like what type of person he was like before the breakup? I did not want to talk about this, but I will tell you, c'est triste. It's sad. Um, Because Brian, he was crying all the time. And he said to my mother, I'm so happy we have Petit Etienne. That's me, little Etienne. He's our baby. We'll keep him forever. But then, you know, what happened is, um, my mother, she got a new boyfriend, Big Raisin is his name. And he came and he beat on 
Brian pretty hard. And Brian went, I'm running away to Virginia. And we never saw again. But you know, I heard something that he was coming back to Rainforest Cafe, so I can't help, but he wanted to find me there in my little baboon costume and see my mother just as the crocodile and say, I'm back. I want to, I want to fight big raisin once and for all and be your papa. Wow. That's Ooh. a, that's a beautiful, that's a beautiful story. I mean, up until this point, it's not a story. It's true. Sure. Oh, okay. I just think up until this point, vrai? we assumed he was going to the Brainforest cafe because of the delicious food and low, low prices and gorgeous ambiance. But you know, if the, if, Maybe he wanted to reconnect with his son that he hadn't seen in eight years. I think that's yes, because lovely. if you go to this location of Rainforest Cafe, you will see a little baboon in the corner who is mm-hmm. crying under the mask. That's oh. I'm going to be honest. Just as a as a potential customer of this business, that does make me a bit uncomfortable that there is an eight year old child crying. Oh, okay. Then uh, if it makes you uncomfortable, why don't you go tell everyone it's robots? Like everyone seems to think. Oh, do people think you're like a Chuck E. Cheese? Oh, people think it's a robotic animal at Rainforest Cafe, but no, it's a lot of child with a lot of feeling. That's pretty nice, though, right? That seems like a, compl- a compliment. Nice, I guess. But other times when I'm not doing my shaking in the tree to make people laugh, I have to remain frozen for 20 minutes. And then mm. I can start again. Yeah, I'm concerned maybe the reason you're having overheating problems is because you spend most of your time in a gorilla outfit or baboon outfit in, in a con- like in a hot restaurant, maybe. That's good deducing. Okay, so I guess you know more about my fingers than I do. <laughs> I, but listen, Etienne, I, I think you're a, a wonderful boy and I'm really excited. You seem like a very smart child. I don't mean to, I'm just saying maybe consider I just think it's ridiculous that you think some sort of polyester hair in a glove that is on fire in my hand would be making Why my is hand it on fire? On fire? Mm-hmm. Well, yes, because at the Rainforest Cafe, it's a jungle, no? So we have a, a sun. It's made of fire. And um, it's in the forest where the baby baboon sits. So I sit under the ball of fire. And every 20 minutes, I have to rotate. So I touch it with my hand. And yeah, it hurts. But that's how to be in the restaurant business and you don't see a connection to that in your hot hands mm, i mean i guess maybe but i guess i just don't like being mansplained got it okay <clears throat> that's fair fair enough um well listen i i i'm i'm curious because you you haven't seen your your father in a long time aside from the baseball he didn't write you any letters or anything like that what did you say? Did, did he write you? I'm sorry. Did he write you any letters or anything? Or was it just the baseball that he mailed you? Oh, the baseball and beaucoup de papier. Lots of paper in letters. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, ma chère Etienne, j'espère tu as le vie belle. Okay. Something like, hello, my son. I hope your life is good. Stuff like that. But, you mm. know, sometimes he would tell me secrets. Like, um, I want to come for you, but I'm in trouble um, because um, uh, the, the producer from TLC wants me back for another season. And I've been telling them no, like something like this. I've heard that um, the producers of my 600 pound life are very, very trying to get you to get the weight back on so you can come for another season. And he did not want to do it. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's that's pretty uh, that's pretty scary. I hear they can be pretty uh, persistent if they want oh, you. Oh, to- they were sending him bonbons in the mail, a donut subscription per day, mm-hmm. stuff like this. 
putting, giving him secret letters covered in Crisco butter, so he would have to lick his fingers after stuff like this. Wow! Yeah, that's devious behavior. Yes. So I was feared for his safety, but at the same time, I could not tell my mother because she was married to Raisin, and he would get so upset if she knew I had correspondence with him. This isn't exactly. What? Sorry, no, no, go ahead. No, please. I was gonna say this isn't exactly related to the case, but why is he called Raisin? My stepfather. Yeah. Yes. Oh, Raisin. Um, it it means grape. It's not. Just real quick, it's not Ricky Grapes, is it? Oh, I think that is how he goes by his English name. Yes. <laughs> oh, come on, this guy. <laughs> do Do you know Ricky Grapes deals drugs? Does he do that in your house? I did not know. He said that he has a baking soda factory. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, Etienne, just be careful around Ricky because he's a bad guy. Well, he, yeah, yes, he has that tattoo careful. on his on his um, back that says, um, je suis un bad guy. I have seen it. I am a bad guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, th that's very Good. typical of him that he would tattoo yeah. that on himself. <laughs> like, like that sort of absolves him of his bad guyness. Yes. Yes, please be careful, Etienne. Well, he, Etienne? Etienne. He did not tell you that he um, has a stepboy? No. no. He let us know he has a family, but I guess we didn't really get into the specifics of that family, whether they were in this country or not. And he did not tell you that his stepboy's biologic father is Brian? No. no. Does he know that? Now I wonder if he does. Oh, I guess, well, no, because he, he violently attacked Brian when you were a kid. So I guess he'd have to know. It would have been a custody battle, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I was too small to remember. Hmm. Wow. So does Raisin live with you and your mom, or is it just you and your mom above your cafe rainforest? Uh, we live above Cafe Rainforest, and um, Raisin live above us. And um, in a bunk bed above another man. <laughs> it's a tall house. Who's the other man? The other man is actually um, my frere, which means brother. He is um, 18 years old. His name is Ducas. Ducas? Is that a French name? Uh, yes, I think so. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, is he is he relate? Is he half brother or full brother? He's half brother because he is actually Raisin's boy. Okay, I am concerned about your mother's choices in that. Mm -hmm. To be honest. Okay, maybe don't say stuff about my mother because I can hang up this phone so fast. She doesn't even want me talking on the phone in the bathtub. She is the only reason you get to interview me. So. Okay. Yeah. Sorry to judge, but uh, I just yeah. don't like Ricky very much. I don't like raisin very much. Well, no one likes raisin. You get um, some sort of cookie, it has a raisin in it. Are you happy? No. No, you're definitely not. No. We can agree on that. So what does your mom see in raisin that she also saw in Brian? Or how do you move? What, it, it sounds like Brian wanted to rekindle things and your mom didn't want to. Yes, that's true. It was very sad, but it's because, you know, Raisin has so much money and um, he has a nice body. Mm. So my mom, she couldn't, um, um, how you say it, resist it. And she wanted like dick and abs and stuff. So uh -huh. she <laughs> went to Raisin and um, that was that. 
Yes, it、oh. sounds like your it sounds like your mom's got a a thing for hot bods. Yes, she does, which is why you know things fell apart with Brian because he started to get too skinny, and she said, "That's enough of you." Oh, that's what bro. That's that's what it was, huh? Could be, peut-être, maybe. Would you, if you could say anything to your father right now, what would you tell him? Oh, what wouldn't I say to you, Brian? I love you. I love you. Je t'aime. Je t'aime. Je t'aime beaucoup. Je t'aime, Monk. I miss you.、Uh, I love you. Um. Uh, I have never told anyone your secret that one day you're going to disappear, and I will hold on to it forever. I love you and I miss you. Interesting.、Mm. Something, something like that. Well, how do you? How did that information come across? If you hadn't seen him in eight years, and his letters seemed slightly brief,、uh, when did you know that he might disappear? Oh, did I tell his secret just now?、Mm-hmm. I did not mean to.、Um, Okay. Um. I guess it's from a song he used to sing to me when I was a baby. It goes, um, go to sleep, my dear one. One day I will disappear, <laughs> and when I disappear, don't look for me in some place like a dark garbage pail. I will be in the water. A boat will go secret boat, and no one will follow me. Secret boat to island. My grandpa owns an island, and if somebody think I've been murdered, I probably haven't. I'm hiding on the island. Go to sleep. Wow! Okay, that's like a bedtime song, kind of. I gotta say two things, Etienne. You're the smartest eight-year-old boy I've ever interacted with.、Mm-hmm. The fact that you remembered this from being six months old is incredible. Thank Just, you. Props、Merci、to you.、Beaucoup. Yeah. Also, but you know, I have a, I have a feeling for you, sir, that if you maybe um um have never got to see your dad again, you would remember what he said to you in a song. I suppose so. One thing I, I want to mention that I think is interesting is that you mentioned an island, which is also、um, I'm not you probably don't know this, but、uh, Brian had a brother Ryan、um, who worked at an adult bookstore. Brian was oh yes I know Uncle Ryan Uncle I, Ryan I, I only met him once yes okay、Ooh. well Ryan mentioned that Brian had written an adult book. That I personally have read and taught me a lot about missionary. It's a very important position. I was not aware of that. Now I I am, but I will say that it does mention repeatedly that he his character or the character I believe is based on him escapes to an island. That's very interesting. Très intéressant. Yeah. Um, I obviously you're not of age yet, but I would recommend reading that book at some point. There's a lot of intrigue. Oh, I have read lots of story about missionaries, and、um, because my because they are doing the Lord's work, and I think it's、hmm. beautiful. Yeah, I'm not gonna correct、it、that.、Uh, <laughs> uh, it is beautiful, and it is the Lord's work.、Mm-hmm. What what traits do you think that you have that you maybe took after your dad? How do you how do you Sort of see yourself as Brian's son. Well, Brian also had、um, big, hot red hands, and so I know that that is something I got from my dad, which is maybe why I don't want them to heal because they're the only thing I have that looked like him. That and my tiny little mustache. <laughs> <laughs> that is、uh, that is a pronounced mustache. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's so little and blonde and only maybe six or seven long, long hair. And that's how Brian was too, because I remember he kissed my tummy and his little, little hairs on his mustache would tickle my belly button. <laughs> so yes, I look like my daddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, gosh, I imagine um, knowing that your dad may or may not be on an island somewhere. Does that? Do you have plans? Are you? Uh, how active would you be interested in sort of like finding your dad, or or do you feel that it's more important that he stays? Uh, hidden. Well, I guess if he wants to be hidden, then maybe we should not find him. But also, I am just a little boy, and I don't know if I go to the train station and say, "Hello, can I have one ticket to Secret Island?" Do you think they will take me there? No, I don't think so either. Mm -hmm. So maybe I trust two men like you who are seem to get at the bottom of the mystery. And if you find, then I would like to come find. But. If you cannot find that sneaky, skinny, skateboarding, sliding, slurping man, I will not be surprised because he, he is very sneaky. And if he does not want to be found, you do not find him. Hmm. Yeah. Um, honestly, this has been really, really informative. I, I appreciate you sitting down with us. I think I'm going to be honest. I think there's a good chance your father might still be alive. And he might be on a family-owned island right now. Well, I think so. Maybe he was coming. But what happened to him on the way? Because I'm sure he would stop to pick up my, myself and my mother. So that is my only concern. What happened on the way to the island? Huh. Well, I mean, you know, if, if the man you're living with is Ricky Grapes, Ricky Grapes did stab Brian about a month before so if it was me and i was brian i probably wouldn't swing by the house to be honest even though you seem True. like a great kid Brian, you couldn't do the steam of a window by turning your toes into liquid and sliding through and grabbing your baby and leaving he could do he turned his toes into liquid yes <laughs> okay well you don't have to be defensive about that but that sounds unlikely yeah. <laughs> well you don't know you you ask me for help so don't call me a liar and you called my mother a whore oh no yes you no. did <laughs> you did nobody called your mother a whore you just said it no <laughs> my mère il y a beaucoup de tout jeunes men et c'était les colliers a whore and now I've told her she's going to be so mad well she already seems uh, mad with us which I'm not exactly sure why do you know why your mother wouldn't talk to us um well why she, why she doesn't want you to talk to us, but will allow it, but will not talk to us herself? She won't tell me because she thinks Brian was involved in something very dangerous. Um, très dangereux. And um, so she thinks something bad happened to him. And if I speak about it, maybe I will be silenced by death. Well, listen, uh, you know, obviously we, your safety is paramount to us, but... I don't think uh, you can speak something like that into existence. Uh, maybe it's just my personal opinions. Uh, I'm very, you know, you get what you make sort of person. Um, Wait, what concerned... are you saying? I'm using the secret to conjure a murderer to come to me and kill me? I don't I'm, believe. 
Yeah. I don't I'll, have a, I'm sorry, do you, I do not have some sort of vision board where I have pictures of myself getting killed. I didn't speak this into existence. I'm telling you the facts. He had a dangerous life. So who knows? Somebody want to come and crush a little boy, petit etienne. Hmm? Hmm. Could be possible. You never know what Brian was involved in. Very weird man. Big man, little man. Mm-hmm. Have you ever considered looking into tactical paper mache? Uh, you're father seemed to be an expert at it i found very dangerous looking razor sharp doves that he made um some katanas made out of paper mache a lot of things like that have you ever considered maybe despite his hot fat hot hands he seemed uh oh well uh he seemed very good at making paper mache so it could be you you might have a little bit of a family uh, passed down some traits. Yes, because he even um, made me um, a paper mache um, uh, microwave, and he gave it to me. And it, um, oh, I have it right here. I can. Um, I'm going to look because it has. It's so intricate, and you can open and you can put buttons on it. And oh, I just open it, and there is a message inside. Oh, oh. wow! This is a exclusive. What the heck? I have never opened this paper mache microwave before because I thought, what's the point? I, I can't cook anything in it. The note says two six twenty four forty eight. Interesting. Do you think that's a combination to something? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's coordinates for something. Oh, perhaps the secret island. The back says 69. Okay. And then it says 420. <laughs> okay. What I feel like mean? that part seems less uh, that part seems less useful. No, it could number. be all one sequence of numbers. And then letters, there's letters at the end. L O L. Okay. <laughs> this 69 is 69420 L O L. Listen. This seems, uh, I mean, this is, this is definitely breaking the case. This is definitely something. Is it? I don't know. If oh, it good. Is. I'm so happy. Thank you. <laughs> I'm so happy to be involved and to help. Let me see. <clears throat> I'm just going to Google those coordinates. Uh, 69420LOL. I got handbooks of emotions was the first google response i'm not sure exactly what that means what a handbook of emotions is but it actually sounds pretty interesting yes because i do find myself often a little curious as to what people's emotions are i don't really feel like i connect with them i might want to look into this book interesting this isn't really relevant to the case (laughs) owen do you have any questions right now you know just what do you hope to be when you grow up You've had quite an ex- quite an experience as a little eight-year-old. Yes, that's a very nice question to ask. Um, no adult has ever asked me this. Um, but I always imagined that when I am um, grown up, I will be the grown-up baboon. <laughs> there is a suit bigger than me, and one day I will grow into it, and I will be the bigger, taller baboon. You want to be the baboon? Well, yes, because the baby is the one who has to rotate the sun. So when I'm older, I won't have to do anymore. I can just sit. I can beat my chest. I can um, scare the customers. I don't have any desire to leave the Rainforest Cafe. It's my home. 
Well, I think that's very sweet that you love your your family restaurant and your home. But, you know, you're a smart kid. I think you could do whatever you wanted. Uh, maybe consider investigative work. Oh, yeah, really cool. Maybe I will grow up to be a guy who has a podcast. Yeah, okay, sounds good. I mean, you, you, you're poo-pooing it, but I will tell you it, uh, listen, I don't it know. It pays the bills? What were you going to say? I was you going to say that, that if, you, if you walk up to somebody at a bar and you tell them you have a podcast, they're intrigued to talk to you now. They okay, want to talk to you don't think that, that people are intrigued when I tell them I am a baby baboon? You don't think that is a conversation starter? I'm just saying that... I'm sorry. I get a little bit tense because, you know, I don't have a dad. So talking to men makes me feel um, lonely. I'm sorry. Your command of sarcasm as an English second language learner is impressive, however. It is. Thank you. Merci beaucoup. You're a smart kid. That's all I'm going to say. You're a very smart kid and, I, and we appreciate the time. Well, I hope I did anything I could do help break the case. Yeah. I and mean, if yeah. you find him, let me know. And if I find him, I won't tell anyone. <laughs> if your dad, let me ask you this. If your dad were to sneak into your room uh, tonight and liquid tell you. Toes. With his liquid toes and all, would he, would you go with him? Would you leave of your Of course. A boy needs his father. <laughs> I would go with him to the end of the earth. I would sing with him his song. Good night, I'm going to the island. <laughs> That's a different one. <laughs> yeah, he has a but couple the, island songs. That one was more of like a pop song. <laughs> it does appear that his definition of a song is just talking out loud in sort of a... Well, Rhythm. no, that's not true. It always begins with good night and it ends with good night. So oh. yeah. whatever happens in between those two words, it's a song. It's a lullaby. You should try. Um, I, I mean, I'm not you have a... kids, you want to sing a song to them, you can try. Put good night at the beginning, say whatever, and then say good night again. You know, I'll, I'll maybe give that a shot. My next wired drug deal. I'll try a little song. Oh, uh, mon dieu, a drug deal, okay. That does not sound very safe. Well, I'm working for the government, whether they like it or not. So you can trust that I'm being very safe. Okay, well, God bless. And I hope that you find my daddy. We hope so too. Um, we hope so too. And we'll pass along his message, your message to him about not telling us that he was on an aisle. Yes, and don't forget their coordinates as well. Mm, yeah. Yes. All right. Well, this is this has been really great. I think we got to let you go. Take care. All right. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you for your time. What are you going to do with the rest of your summer? I'm going to try um, lowering down into the water to cover my head for a while. <laughs> okay. Well, please be safe. Pop back up. Please pop back up. <laughs> okay. Merci beaucoup. Au revoir. <laughs> Je t'aime. I love you. Coming up on the next episode of True Deception, an improvised true crime. We met at a stoplight when I was in my early 20s. No, he said, it takes you too long and most of your cords break and I'd like to be safer. Well, Brian was my best customer for a while before he betrayed me. I don't like to use dogs, but sometimes people leave dogs in my house so I have them. 
And we talked for a little while and I begged him on my knees and kissed his feet and hugged his legs and cried a lot to try to get him to come back. Artwork provided by Amelia Jane Murphy. You can follow her and purchase her work at amil underscore art on Instagram. Music provided by Kai Ingle. Please subscribe and write us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your podcasts. It really helps the show. You can follow us and contribute at DeceptionPod on Instagram and Twitter.